The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host... Paul Jamison. What's up, guys? Welcome to Michigan, home of Keith Calthus. Are you and- recording right now? Yeah. <laughs> what, you want to? You want to have a pre-show meeting or? No, no, I'm down. <laughs> uh, grab yourself a bo- uh, bar stool there, whatever yeah, yeah. these things are called. They were jamming Backstreet Boys when I came up here, and I asked them if they could turn the music off so we didn't get in trouble with the music in the background. Sweet. So we're here in Michigan, guys. I got Keith Kalfas, friend of the show. Uh, we're in his hometown of, of Michigan. Detroit what? Detroit. <laughs> what up, Joe? How you doing, Keith? Dude, I'm doing very well. Thanks, Paul. It's good to, good to have you back on the program, man. How's your business going since I've seen you in Nebraska? Awesome. We're, we're uh, in the landscape business. We're booked out. We're actually... Uh, Finishing up fall cleanups and wrapping up the year for 2023. And then the media business is just cranking. We're doing some things to scale. We've gone through a rebrand. and um, Which is a fantastic. Everything I've been seeing. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm going to record on there as a backup, but I record on here as my main... So last year you told us on the podcast you did 393,000. Dude, I was wrong. It was 383,000? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I keep thinking, looking back, I have to, I think it was 383000 Okay, so that was 2022. Yeah. In 2023, revenue-wise, are you going to pass that or be under that? Oh, I'm going to be under that. Mm-hmm. You know why? Why? So, I've been thinking a lot about this. You can pedal your ass off in first gear or maybe second gear and get somewhere, but sometimes you got to take a step back to take a quantum leap forward. Mm. And so I realized that I was spinning my wheels doing a whole bunch of different things because I wanted money so bad because I really just wanted to feel worthy. So I generated a little bit more revenue than we did the year before. And this year, I think, uh, I don't know. I, let me just guess real quick. I don't know. Let's just say I'll do 350. Okay. Right? Uh, if we do a launch, I might, I might surpass it. Because we're doing a big Black Friday sales. I'm not trying to pitch anything, but we might surpass it. But what we're doing is we're taking a step back and we're systematizing things and we're simplifying. So simplify to multiply. Mm-hmm. And I'm reinvesting back into my business a lot and building out my team. And um, then we're going to scale. But simplify first. And what does that look like? Uh, so actually, that's scaling in the media business. So uh, the landscape business is the same. It's just 
We're out there doing a little 100K a year, running a landscape. We're doing a fall cleanups, spring cleanups, ornamental tree trimming. We do some window cleaning. We've got our core favorite clients. I take on some new clients now, but I'm really passionate about my media business. And it's not just the media. It's I believe God call, called on me. And so it's, it's a privilege to be able to, to, do, to participate in what God is going to do anyway, to even be able to participate. And I'm not saying that, I just call it the way I see it, man. I love making videos and I get emails and, and, and people tell me that my videos have touched their lives in a way that I could not do that if I was working 70 hours a week in a landscape business. And part of me was crying out because I'm so passionate about what I'm doing on the media side. And I, I meet people in person that say these things to me. And it's not my video. I just witnessed it in the bathroom. You're washing your hands and some guy's like, you changed my life. Why you're washing your hands in the bathroom? Yeah. And it's, it's not me. I'm just vulnerably putting out messages of hope and of things that I've come to resolve and I'm still going through. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I put those things out online and then, you know, other emerging entrepreneurs get a hold of those messages and it touches something inside of them. Yeah. I want to pick your brain about this uh, rebrand because your, your content, your aesthetics, your graphics, your everything is uh, way better. Um, not that it was bad before, but it's really good now. And I got the book you sent me. Um, the cover looked fantastic. So uh, thank you. But, but tell, tell me about all this overhaul you've done because things are looking spiffy now. <laughs> yeah. So for, for, first of all, I'm obsessed with marketing. Like I'm the guy who's buying the, the marketing courses and I'm spending the winter sitting there, you know, 80 hours watching deep dive videos on all, all types of marketing. And if you think you understand marketing, like I thought, I, I mean, dude, if anybody understood marketing of anybody I know, it was me, bro. I, I realized that I was just scratching then I'm not, that's not what this is about. <laughs> I'm not going to go too deep into it. I want to go deep into this. I'm, I oh, want to learn. I, I, I'm, I suck up Dan Kennedy, all these guys. I'm, I'm a student. Uh, all right. So first I'll tell you the reason why there's okay. It goes back to it. There's a guy named Eben Pagan, like in the self-help personal development world back in like 2011. I, well, actually this was like 2008. I discovered a guy named Eben Pagan and in the internet marketing world, he looks up to Dan Kennedy and, but Eben Pagan is like one of the original OGs. And this guy's built, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars online running a fully ethical business that's helped millions of people. He, he's brilliant. Okay. And so I've taken, I took a bunch of his courses and I learned a lot about marketing, which helped me launch my YouTube channel, online courses, write books, uh, podcasts and things like this and a ton of other gurus, but him specifically. Gosh. Hmm. <sighs> I have this, this thing where I don't want to lose people, but you said you want to go. Deep. I want, I okay. want to learn. I want to go deep on marketing. Okay. This so is for me. Don't, don't. If, if nobody listens to it, at least I'm going to learn. All right. So the question is, what is marketing? Marketing is you're creating and you're crafting a promise to a specific audience of people that you will deliver a specific result for them. Now, this could be in landscaping or lawn care. It could be tree trimming. And it's proven if like you've, if you like David Ogilvy, one of the greatest copywriters in print advertising, like these type of people, there would be a, a, an ad for 
what Macy's was way back in the day. Mm-hmm. They put like nine watches right on the mm-hmm. cover of a magazine or inside of a newspaper, and they had a special. And nobody bought anything, and they lost money. And then they'll hire somebody like a David Ogilvy, which charge him like a whole bunch, like forty grand or something. And then he got rid of all that crap and just put one watch. Mm. And then boom, their sales skyrocketed. Why? Because confused people like don't buy. That's one of like a million things. So you hear these type of rhetorics, and you hear like, oh, you should have. Two colors, a maximum of three. Or you can have your, your primary colors, your secondary colors, and you can have like accent colors. Okay, so what are they? What does it matter? You can have two fonts. That's about it. Two fonts. You want to find... I'll just give you some meat and potatoes and I'll get back to that. You want to find your fonts, but you don't just go pick random fonts. You got to dive deep into the, the psychographic and the psychology of your customer avatar and your audience and find out what makes them tick. What are their, excuse me, what are their pain points? What are they excited about? And do a lot of deep research and a deep dive. Like I, I, in the last, I don't know, we spent like 22,000 bucks in the last maybe six months doing a rebrand, not too much. I hired a brand transformation specialist by the name of Chris Beltran. Um, in the internet marketing world, I knew all my stuff was, was, was flopping and going flat. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it wasn't standing out. It was more generic. And I'm putting my heart into my content. And why isn't it standing out? Yeah, some of the greatest brands you look at have this amazing content where it's not the content. Something about it appears next level, top shelf. Mm-hmm. I, and I couldn't wrap my finger, my, my head around what it was. It was because in all of their posts, use the same exact colors, the mm-hmm. same exact fonts, the same exact style, even down to the way that you dress. There's a guy named James Wedmore. He's kind of a quirky guy. Uh, and he's an internet marketer and he does like over 10 million a year. And I started following his courses because everything he was saying made sense and it was true. And I started investing in his courses and applying that in my internet business. And in one of his courses, he said, there's this guy named Chris Beltran that took their brand. They were stuck at like 2 million, boom, 10 million within like 24 months. I'm like, Chris Beltran, who's that up? I look, I look this guy up and I find him and I booked a one-on-one Zoom call with him and he was like 7500 at the time just to do the rebrand and then $4,300 a month for his coaching. And so as soon as I did a Zoom call with him, I, I just knew the timing was right. This was the dude and I had to hire him. Mm-hmm. And then I saw other people that can help you rebrand your business and your social media. I was like, no, they don't know what this guy is charging. This guy's charging 7500 for a reason. Bro, I got in these, on these Zoom calls with him We dove so deep into the psychology of my customers. He had me full out just brain dumping. I was exasperated. I was at the point, sometimes I was crying. I was getting frustrated. I was cussing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I feel so um, vulnerable right now because I'm pissed off and telling you. He goes, no, no, this is gold. He's got AI recording everything and he's taking notes. I'm like, what do you mean this is gold? He's like, you're telling me. He's like, so what is a guy when he's first starting a landscape business? And I was like, well, he's going through this. And then I went through it on the, on the Zoom call mm-hmm. over several Zoom calls. And I have like huge sketch pads and I'm taking notes all over the place. And this we're brain dumbing this. And as I'm going through all the frustrations and I'm cussing of what a guy goes through and I'm freaking out because I was feeling it. He's taking all these notes. We came up with like, that's Chuck in a truck. And then the next avatar is Possibility Peter. He's got his business going, but he's 
possibility Pete has a couple employees, but maybe he's paying them cash. Maybe he's not fully above board because he can't afford it. He's afraid, but from the outside, it looks like he's got a cranking little business. Yeah, his pricing's messed up and he doesn't have any systems yet, but he's just out there killing himself. Mm -hmm. And then the third avatar is Abundant Anthony. Like we came up with these and each one of these avatars are the three stages of the business for, you know, there's a fourth stage and a fifth stage, but we don't even talk about that because it's not relevant. We have a lot of research and data and now we've come up with come up with a proprietary language of how we communicate to these people and they're called uh, identity qualifiers mm -hmm. so this is marketing think about this in your business like you're listening to me but think about how you can identify with all, with your customers in a very specific way the the graphics the tones the music the way you communicate your very posture the dress oh, your trucks your trailers your website if your customer avatar is Tom and Jan, and they're 53 years old. They've got 2.5 kids and master's degrees and BMWs in the driveway, and they got a vacation home, and they they spend, they want to spend 20 grand a year on lawn and landscape to maintain. Like, how would you make all your stuff be perfectly positioned so when they see your messaging, you don't ever have to say Chuck in a truck or Tom and Jan or or are you 53 years old? You know, just the very way that you communicate, mm. those people, they just ping and they, they start paying attention and they don't know why. Wow. Because now you're marketing to them, but it's, it's the elusive obvious. Now, you, so we, Chris Belcher got had me do a, a create, I got, we do Pinterest marketing, right? Mm. But uh, create a private Pinterest board mm. and he had like a fonts, colors, uh, shapes, doodles, textures, mm -hmm. like tones. He had like eight different categories that he wanted me to do a deep dive just on my own, get a cup of coffee and sitting on Pinterest. Whatever type of vibe we're building was called a visual mood board. Mm -hmm. And so I spent hours and hours and hours and I got like maybe like 10 or 12 different types of like, imagine a texture, imagine like a brick wall behind you. It's a brick wall. It has a texture. It's gritty. Now imagine like a texture that's like a fabric mm -hmm. or imagine a texture that's like mosaic mm -hmm. and imagine colors like oranges and blues or teal and orange or brown and like me, it's greens. Like I really mm -hmm. like the color green. And so when I was making these YouTube thumbnails, I was just like lime green, lime green, lime. I would just drag it over to the lime green section and all my thumbnails are lime green, but they're a slightly different variation of lime green because I don't really care. Lime green. No, there's like 140 different shades of green. Did you know mm -hmm. like Kermit green, like Kermit the frog, that, that color, when we see that us in our age group who grew up uh, like seeing cartoons and stuff. Just seeing the color Kermit green, somehow subconsciously, we become relaxed and we trust it and we feel s soothed because that color green is baked into our subconscious from being a kid seeing Kermit the Frog. So there's people that purposely use that tone of green. Like mm -hmm. you don't know why. So look at the biggest brands in the world. Like you're wearing a jobber shirt right now. Jobbers. So everything is on point. Look at Ford Motor Company. Look, look at road microphones. NFL at, uh, teams. They're all two colors. Yeah. Look at X mark mowers. Look at the branding. And you'd be like, how can I make my business and my brand go from, this is what I learned from Chris Beltran, go from generic to iconic. Mm. Iconic. And then he's asking me, he's designing my logo, and he comes up with like, you know, eight different logos. This guy stays, you know, I'm not saying he stayed up all night, but I paid him what he really puts his heart into this. I, I feel like I'm like plugging his stuff. He's, you can look him up, Chris Beltran. Um, 
but he created all these different logos for me. But he, first he asked me all these questions when we did a rebrand. He's like, do you want your logo to have an old school, traditional, like, like to feel like it's been around for 50 or 100 years? Just by looking at the logo, you get this feeling that this has been around for a hundred years, this company, a very, what, what we call an established feel. Because mm-hmm. you can go on a little logo generator website and see a logo that looks like it's a landscape thing. It's got little trees and cursive writing. It's like, like so many people have that. You can go and create that for 15 bucks or something. I did the same thing. Almond landscape. Huh? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you described Almond's logo. Okay. I'm not saying that, but so, but a lot of landscapes have that. So, he asked me all these questions and I said, but what makes me feel? I said, that's so crazy. He's showing me examples and we're pulling from all these examples because we, we've been predisposed to so much marketing and advertising our whole lives mm-hmm. that when we see a company like a Coca-Cola or General Motors or any of the big companies, you know, Berkshire Hathaway, something about these companies that have been very established has baked into our subconscious mind the symbology and the messaging that we just know that's established. Now, it's, not, it's, not, it's like there's all these little traits and it's not a gradient. It's a texture of consciousness. So, so with the logo, he showed me the logos. I'm like, I don't like any of them. When he first showed me like the eight logos he created for me, I was like, well, wait a second. He's like, just because it was brand new to me. Mm-hmm. I'm so used to seeing my untrapped podcast logo. And then I was like, wait a second. I love that new Keith Kelfus logo. That is legit, bro. It looks like very established. It looks iconic. And the the problem was the logo looked so good that I felt intimidated. Mm. I felt like, whoa, I'm going to have to step into some big shoes with that logo. Mm -hmm. And then now, so when we finally picked the logo, I was up all night thinking about it. And we finally had to narrow it down to one logo. Then he went and created like... 60 variations of the logo, like white on black, white on uh, transparent, green on white, green on charcoal. We don't use black, the color black. It's now a certain specific tone of charcoal. Um, and I have a, what's called a brand style guide. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you go and you work with different companies in, in the internet world or you're having a graphic designer. Let's say you have 20 different graphic designers create a, a logo, a flyer, a door hanger, a business card, a yard sign, a business card, a website, uh, some marketing for some Facebook posts. And all 20 of those different graphic designers, whether you hire them locally or Fiverr or Upwork.com, they all have all of the graphic arts will come back looking totally different. And you're going to be like, well, I like this one. No, screw all that. You want to give all of these graphic design artists wow. your brand style guide and have a conversation with them. And if they don't know what that means, then they're, they're not even yeah. qualified even I know it. what that means. So our brand style guide now is like, I think it's like 16 pages. First, it starts out with our mission story, our brand story. It goes through the Chuck and the Chuck possibility, Pete, and like and uh, abundant, Anthony. abundant Anthony. And then it has all the colors. It has my visual mood board, which shows any graphic designer, including myself or anybody I'm working with on my team, exactly what these posts should look like. It has examples. It has web mock-up. Like it shows like what my website, oh, we do, we did, we, we redid my whole website, bro. It's fire. It's like, it's an iconic website that I've always dreamed of having because I thought I was a marketing guy. Mm-hmm. But when you hire other people to consult you on your business, not just some random guy for 15 bucks an hour, a couple hundred bucks. I'm talking like somebody who, and I believe I caught Chris Beltran because his stuff is going to be like 30,000 bucks within the next couple of years. And I knew that he's in this prime time because here's a guy who spends 
a lot of money out of his own business so he can get consulted by these monster like internet mm-hmm. marketer guys. So he's a guy who's very serious about his business and he... So when I hired him, I knew that the clock was ticking. And now I was like, and it's funny when you upgrade your whole brand identity and you get what's called a brand style guy that you can send it to any graphic designer. Like this mm-hmm. is the way we do things. Now, if 20 different graphic designers make you something, it's all going to look mm-hmm. all similar, the, like the same, that which is similar is not the same. And that which is the same is not similar or otherwise they'd be the same if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But be like, Hey, you didn't use my color green. You got to go to the brand style guide and just use one of those greens. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have all these brand elements and they're called brand assets. So he also delivered a Google Drive, uh, I mean a Dropbox folder with like another 160 different elements. Like we have this thing, we, we spent, dude, hours and hours just coming up with the new texture that will go On the arts that we create, it's a honeycomb grid pattern that if you rip the honeycomb apart, like the, the pattern, it looks almost like tire tracks. It looks gritty, yet it looks abundant. We wanted to go for an abundant feel because my old color was I would use an orange, like younger Keith Kelfis. I would like to use a burnt orange. How to start a landscape business. But now we've gotten rid of that. And my, even my wife was like, but what about the orange, the orange? And he came up with this. It's almost like a gold. It's not gold, but it's like a, it's like a soft beigey gold mm-hmm. that looks very abundant. It's an upgraded mindset type of color. And when I saw that, I felt intimidated. I was like, whoa, that's got a very nice feel to it. And my wife is like, it goes to my wife's very smart with social mm-hmm. media marketing. She's brilliant, bro. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, but ultimately it's your brand. It's up to you. I went with the gold and bro, we just got the new book designed. I was too lazy and, and too excited and I didn't want to wait for all this to get all rendered. So I created my new book cover through a guy on Fiverr.com who did a great job. It was similar colors to mine. It looked great. And my and Chris, which is my consultant right mm-hmm. now, we do weekly pulse meetings with my executive assistant and I have about 17 virtual assistants that are like part-time, but I've hired my executive assistant and then her job she is the visionary integrator relationship. So I'm the visionary. Mm-hmm. Chris is the consultant as far as the branding. And then I'm not, I can't tell you her name, <laughs> but my executive assistant, she's the integrator. Mm-hmm. So when we're doing these weekly pulse meetings on zoom, she, uh, AI is taking all the notes and breaking down show notes with bullet points. And then she's taking notes and then going and integrating all this stuff. But Chris Beltran was like, Bro, you should, really should just have some patience and wait and make your book cover match all your branding. I'm like, screw that. I'll do that with the next book. But not so much luckily. We've had 23 revisions on this book to make it perfect. And now it is perfect. We, we said, you know what? Let's redesign this cover again with the same basic elements, with my brand colors, my fonts, my tones, the tire track honeycomb grid pattern going up the side. We hired my sister-in-law, Lauren Bannis, who's a professional graphic designer, like 20 years, bachelor degree. She does everything right. She came over and she redesigned this thing at the highest specs. And then we sent it out for print and we got it back. We were like, whoa, this matches my whole brand now because this is what it is. Now, even when I'm making like a YouTube thumbnail or I'm making a post, I'm like, bro, I can't break my own rules. Well, actually, you know what? I did it today because we, we released a video and that shaded green didn't look right. And you know what it was? I was running out the door to come here, but I've hired a thumbnail expert and she goes in once a month and she makes me a bulk 
uh, 10 to 15 thumbnails mm -hmm. and I pay her and she uses my brand style guide, all the elements and everything you go on my YouTube channels. And then she'll go in and fix all that stuff and update everything to specs mm -hmm. so they can spend more time on that. And then, uh, so now you've created a systematized way of doing your marketing to where everything has, like I, I hear entrepreneurs sometimes say, I'm the only one who's allowed to break the rules. <laughs> but uh, the next thing is the advertising. Okay, so I have about 160 ads between Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Some of them we, we run sometimes, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we'll run a bunch of them. All of the branding is messed up on all of them. Mm. We threw a live event a couple years ago, my marketing ROI live workshop. And <laughs> I hired a guy who, I don't know what he was charging me. It wasn't too much. It was like 125 bucks an hour. To, he was a launch manager mm -hmm. and he had done stuff for like multi-million dollar workshops in the motivational space. So he's very qualified mm -hmm. and we we're going to throw my marketing ROI live event. Mm -hmm. Well, when I hired him, he's like, no, bro, the tickets, this is high level. The tickets have to be like a thousand bucks a piece. I'm like, dude, ain't nobody going to travel across the country unless it's a very, like, the, unless the promise is really big and it's going to be a more intimate group coaching setting for a thousand bucks. Like, but I trust you. And my gut said, no, I need to keep this at like two, three, maybe 400 bucks mm -hmm. and just pack the room out. And basically the event failed. And not only did I... I, law, I went five grand in the hole. So I paid five grand out of pocket. I was paying people's hotel rooms, uh, paying people's flights who couldn't get refunded. Like I made good on my word. Mm -hmm. I wasn't too mad. And I really sat back and I thought about that. So this guy, who's a brilliant guy, he designed the, the, uh, the registration page for the live event, mm -hmm. all the elements and everything. We used red and black, which is, I, was, I plan on marketing ROI to be this nationwide thing for any home service but people who saw it, who knew Keith Kelfis, they didn't really understand because I always use green and white mm. in landscaping type colors. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden it's like marketing ROI with red and black. And so not that people don't want to come to it, but it, it, didn't, it didn't vibe because now all of a sudden I just, just did this quick turn and I turned the brand completely. I built this whole other brand that didn't look at anything at all. And this was my question for Chris Belchin when this all went down afterwards. Hey guys, Jason Creel here and want to invite you to the fourth annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets. The early bird ticket pricing is $197 and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night. Most of the day Saturday, we're going to freeze you dinner, breakfast and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison is going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hain, the lawn care nut, Caleb and Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy Vest. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event, the reviews have been fantastic. So come hang out with us, Springville, Alabama. If you need a ticket and want to register, you need to do so before it sells out because I really think it's going to sell out this year. This is Friday and Saturday, February 23rd and 24th in Springville, Alabama. To get a ticket, go to LawnCareLife.com and click on the link for conference. 
Stop wasting time responding to website inquiries that are not in profitable service areas. Let my service area filter those inquiries for you so you know every inquiry will be in one or more of your profitable areas. My service area is a secretary for your website that will only allow good leads and inquiries through your website. This means no more looking up addresses and responding to people that you cannot service. Using my service area will allow you to focus on certain areas which help build dense routes. Daily miles traveled matter more than ever today, so knowing your numbers and how far you can travel mean everything to your success. Start saving time and become more efficient today with my service area. You can learn more at myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. Again, that's myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. He's like, no, no, no. We have to rebrand marketing ROI and make it all your brand color so you have your primary and secondary colors, it's about five or six colors total. You don't use all of them all the time. And so if you want to launch different satellite brands or you want to launch different, um, uh, what is it called? You get the main divisions Mm -hmm. of your brand. You're still going to, you're you're not going to like, you got blue and blue and green. Then all of a sudden it's going to be like pink and yellow or like red and yellow. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't make any sense. You're still going to use. So if like, let's say your main division of your brand, it could be landscape, it could be internet stuff. Let's say your main core color is green and then you use a white accent. Mm -hmm. Well, let's say you want to launch a new division. If you got like, uh, green, white, and gold, right? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe if you want to launch a division about marketing, you're going to make gold the primary color Mm -hmm. and that same green the secondary color. So all divisions of the brand have the same exact colors and fonts and tones and imagery and pattern. You just turn the dial and polarize left to right on whatever brand division so does this, does this make sense? Yes. Like if you have a tiny bit of like, we use doodles, a doodle is like a little arrow on a web page that looks like it was drawn by hand with a crayon or a pencil or a marker. And what it does, it, it looks like, it makes it look more realistic. Like you can sink your teeth into it. When you see these little, like we have a thing called keithkelfis.com slash budget. If you want to get my free PDF download, if it's a budget of exactly how to put a budget into your business and it's an entire ebook, when you download this thing, that's my plug, keithcubs.com slash budget. When you download this thing, you're going to see an actual photograph of my own sketch pad where I've created a budget and I've crossed things out and I got a calculator. And then there's little doodles pointing to the math of explain how much you need to make per truck per day per week to make it's $833 per day mm-hmm. for a truck and why. And then there's an entire ebook of how to make all this work. And I had my executive assistant build this. So like, so that has a lot of greens in it. It's about money. It has charcoal and, and, and the, and I, I try not to go too deep because I feel like what if somebody is listening and they don't totally get it, you just shift the palette and use more of, you turn a secondary color into a primary color. Um, now, 
none of that stuff even matters if your messaging isn't right. Mm. So in marketing, you have something called a messaging ecosystem. This crazy. Everything that you talk about in your messaging should all be leading up to a point that's coming together. They can't see it right away. So you would do something called like a thought reversal and you would ask them, hey, like, are you having this problem Lawn care, landscaping, starting a landscape business. For me, I have this one thought reversal. It's like the low ball trap. Now, trap. I was the, the landscaping employee mm-hmm. trap. I, I talk about low balling. So are you repeatedly underquoting landscaping jobs and you don't know why it's happening? And you say, I'm never going to do this ever again. But next thing you know, you end up underquoting a job again. Like every rose has its thorn. There's a thorn to that job that's, that grabs you that you didn't see, that you overlooked, and now you're, you're pissed off again. Mm-hmm. And it feels like this perpetual thing that keeps happening, and you keep accidentally under, like you're being drugged along the bottom by the current, and you feel like you're going nuts. Like, what the like, And then you hit a winning streak, and now you're doing really good, but then you get back down on a low ball trap in the busiest part of the season, like mm. July. This has happened to me, and I was—I couldn't even believe it was happening. Like, how? It's because I was running my business out of fear and desperation, instead of uh, inspiration, motivation, and a feeling of abundance and having some structure into my business. So, don't worry about any of that stuff. You're just in the low ball trap. Mm-hmm. And p- if people have never heard that before, this is where you start creating proprietary language inside of your business. You might have a list of services that you name something like. Um, the platinum package. If it's like, we'll clean all the windows and screens and gutters and downspouts and we'll clean all your driveway, the platinum package. Or if it's like, if you're doing the landscaping, we do have something with full, the full property trim package. Uh, from 15 feet down, we trim all the ornamental trees and shrubs, pull all the weeds, edge out all the garden beds and clean up all the cracks and do everything. And if you want mulch, it's an extra $150 per yard. So the full property, now that's not too proprietary, but you would build language around the end result. So Mm -hmm. when people hear it, they go, huh? Like, well, that makes sense. So when I say, never mind, you're just in the low ball trap. I have things that I've created, what that is. And then I talk about how to get out of it. You Mm -hmm. just put this structure in your business. You define your service area. Then you create a minimum that you're allowed to work for. And then you start packaging services and offering it to your customer. And you have a standardized price chart, which means you don't ever throw stuff in for free. All mulch is $150 per yard. If you get over 10 yards and it's 140 per yard or whatever Mm -hmm. you decide. Like, so that way you're always making money no matter what. And then it's, so it's like, it's called the low ball trap. So mm-hmm. think about proprietary language and the way that you communicate to your customer avatar. Now you want to talk about the low ball trap to like abundant Anthony. He's already been through all that crap. He, so think about your customers and how you talk to them. And even if you're broke and you come from a broke family and you grew up on welfare like me and you can still literally go do work for, I, I prefer upper middle-class clients dealing with wealthy clients. is sometimes a huge pain because they're mm-hmm. PETA, they're, they're picky. But, uh, uh, but some of them, you, if you, if you know, if you've been through all of the, I say, uh, you've got your, 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 your whoopings, mm-hmm. you can go serve only high end clientele. And because now you know how to deal with them and how to communicate with them. And you you have a structure of the way you run your business. You can cater like white glove to those clients that are crazy like that. And you can, ha- you can run a whole business off of six clients. You do all their ornamental tree trimming, the shrub trimming, their mulch, the decorative stone, their landscaping, the power washing, all that. And now you're crank- you could do like, you know, 
um, 20,000 or 50,000 in a year for one client and you're there every single week and now you dedicate a crew to go there, something like that. So how, just get in where you fit in. Mm -hmm. I, I'm obsessed with upgrading your identity and the one way that you can do it is if you, if you start believing you're worthy and you're trying hard, but it's not getting you any results like I was, it's because I was relying too much on this kind of like a ho'oponopono law of abundance and praying all the time and emotion and like pumping myself up, but then falling back down and seeing no difference. No, no, no. This is about putting structure into the business in terms of marketing and all these different marketing modalities. So the marketing is, you say marketing, it seems like it's out there, but it's not about getting your name out there. It's about getting their names in here. So there's a very like cohesive, structured, systematized way that you can market your business and then make sure it gets done every single time. And when I said you can, that's the wrong words. The right words are you can hire somebody else to do. Mm -hmm. So they're doing it all for you. You're mm -hmm. just the visionary and you hire the integrators and then they do it all for you. And how do you find these people? I don't know. You can find them locally or on up, upwork.com. So now like I have two different editors. Uh, I think one of them right now is working on a video. We shoot the videos, Dropbox to the editor. He uses the brand style guide for the colors now and the new logo. Mm -hmm. I, my thumbnail expert, she's got the brand style guide. She's doing that. Um, and, and basically they've all got the brand style guide. And now when we have a project, what we're doing next on these weekly pulse meetings is we're having monthly marketing themes. Mm -hmm. So there's different seasons, winter, winter, spring, summer, thaw, fall. Every single season or holiday is a chance to promote and market to people. Like, I don't think like you should use Veterans Day or something like that. There's much honor and respect to our veterans, you know, like you wouldn't use that as like, hey, let's sell some stuff on Veterans Day. I see some, like, I don't know if I would do something like that, but because tomorrow happened to be Veterans Day, I was just thinking about, but, but if you use these different holidays, like a spring sale and things like that. Um, you can start to develop themes and plan your marketing in advance and mm -hmm. then get all the messaging down in advance. And the way to actually implement it is through um, proactive marketing. So a lot of people like me, was I was doing reactive marketing. Like, hey, I'm here now. Uh, I'll just take a picture of this and post it online. Or, hey, here we are. Uh, this is what we did. Or, like, all that's cool, but you're in this constant reactive state. <laughs> what if on your calendar... We use monday.com as the CRM. It's the brain that runs the internet business. So all of our different projects are all organized on Monday. And then my VA is plugged into Monday. And uh, it's super hyper organized. So we'll sit down, we'll have a meeting. We're like, all right, we got your landscape level up workshop. It's coming up in three weeks. We're gonna start promoting it now. We sit down and we create a calendar and we talk about like the 11th, 12th and the 13th. You're gonna post on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. And you're going to talk about all these certain things. And then you're going to... Oh, sorry. Can you order me a water? Can you give me a water? <laughs> then you're going to put a sticker link in the Instagram of sending people like, hey, have you ever had this uh, problem where you're driving all over the place in your business and you're not counting the windshield time and you're not understanding how much this is costing you because maybe you haven't created a defined service area. Well, we've got this down to a science. You don't have to have a six-mile radius, but that's what we have now. And I talk all about this in my landscape level up workshop, and it's going to be, you know, uh, November 15th. Wow. Thank you. Sure, please. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Get me a water. I love it. Yeah. So 
now you're proactively marketing. And what happens is if you have all this planned out and then you have a, a yearly war map calendar, I, <laughs> I was putting this stuff all over my walls and now it's on monday.com. Then now you don't have much time to do reactive marketing hmm. and you don't feel so overwhelmed because those spaces are already filled with specific strategic marketing. Okay, so if this is the theme and this is the event, then maybe we want to have some people. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Maybe we want to have some people on the podcast that, that are experts around that specific topic. Maybe we're going to make videos around that topic. And then the funniest thing is you have this big boom or this event or this product launch release. If you read Jeff Walker's product launch formula. I've read that. It's a great book. It's and really good then everything that you talk about leading up to that point, when everything comes out, you're like, oh my God, he's been talking about this whole time and showing it in the marketing and giving us little Scooby snacks. And now it's all lining up to one thing. Bro, I was running around with my camera YouTubing. Like I, 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 I got a whole house water filter in my basement. It's like a nice white cotton pre-filter. And I'm into water filtration. I got 11 stage water filtration system underneath my sink with like all this stuff. And I used to show that stuff all the time on... Because I want people to drink healthy, clean water. But I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I don't have time for that. That's not what my brand is about. I help emerging entrepreneurs start and grow their landscape business from a zero to 100K with my inspirational videos and business building programs. That's what I do. I don't like show people how my water filter is all dirty. After I used only- to watch your green smoothie videos where you'd be in the kitchen putting yeah. all these raw foods into a blender. I enjoyed those. Right? So... It's it's kind of a funny thing because doing that weird stuff, which is awesome, which is juicing green vegetables and mm-hmm. being healthy, makes sense. So maybe, like it was me, for example, people know Keith Kelfis. I make weird, funny, wacky videos sometimes where I joke around and I do like snow angels and leaves and stuff. And I like do a funny break dance and a funny face. And I, you know, I bring my dogs with me and my wife is Ashley. And maybe I make green drinks, but that's it. Or maybe you're like the, the super cool entrepreneur guy and people know you love golf or, or you like to surf. But Like show- Myron Golden? Oh, he's awesome, bro. He likes to golf. Yeah, he loves to golf and he talks about it. So you have a couple key elements that you talk about outside. Like, dude, there's this one genius internet marketer one time. One out of every 20 posts, he might post something personal. Him with his family, like he had his little dog and he said his dog was sick in the vet and his dog's doing okay and pray for my dog. Like, And I saw that post. I'm like, man, he's a real guy. Dude, he did that at strategic. No, I really, he, he is a real guy. Don't cuss on my show, Keith. Oh, are you for real? Yeah, it's all right. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. You know, I'm glad that you said that because uh, I've been really thinking about this lately. Cussing is cussing, period. I was always, I started thinking like, okay, just don't use the F-bomb anymore. But that's like the worst of the cussing, one of the worst. But all cussing is cussing. Thank you. You're welcome. Are you going to edit it out? I'll probably forget, but if you're listening, Mr. Producer, he, he knows when you're on the show to clean it up. But continue. No, thank you. I'm taking that super serious. I appreciate thank you. It.
right, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to have Keith back on tomorrow's program for a part two. He is just warming up. If you know Keith, he gets in the flow state, he gets in the zone, and uh, we're going to have him back on the program tomorrow. Big thanks to Brian and Liz for hosting us in Novi, Michigan. Uh, we're at the pre-event right now uh, recording this episode. It is loud in here. They have a DJ, and the guy's playing his music way too loud. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm an old man now, you know? It's past my bedtime. The music's too loud. Get off my grass. But uh, I did want to let you guys know uh, the next event in the industry is coming up in Alabama. Uh, it's an event that I'm hosting with my buddy Jason Creel, the Lawn Care Life Conference, uh, February 23rd and 24th in Springville, Alabama. Uh, that show is going to sell out. That conference is going to sell out. If you guys want to be a part of it, make sure you grab your tickets before um, it's sold out. You can uh, register by clicking on the link in today's episode notes uh, that lawn care life conference um and again that's in today's show notes so stay tuned we'll have keith back on tomorrow's program and dive deeper on the topic of marketing and whatever else he wants to talk about thanks for listening the know your numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that i wish i had you see success requires more than us just working in our business we must learn how to work on our business and in the know your numbers training program You'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell mean more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner and never chase those unpaid invoices again we'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process so we will cover all of this and so much more as john Pajak and i are the teachers in this e-training program it's called know your numbers it's available at our resource center at the green industry podcast.com hey it's marty producer of the green industry podcast This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.